The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So good morning, Sangha. Special welcome to those of you who tiptoed into the YouTube session a little bit late. And a warm welcome to those of you who have been here for the whole meditation. The theme for this week is Factors of Wise Stability and Unification, which is um, otherwise known as five qualities of mind that are called the jhanic factors. Because when balanced and in play, they are supports for deep meditative states known as jhanas. And my focus this week is not going to be on those deep states. Instead, we'll cover how recognizing and navigating these five factors of mind with the support of mindfulness and intelligence supports the deepening of our meditation practice, and it supports wisdom more broadly. I also will touch on how recognizing and cultivating these capacities of our minds is beneficial not just to meditation, but a little bit to our relational life as well. So that's the overview. Today, I'll talk about how mindfulness and practice intelligence are a helpful foundation to cultivate meditative stability and these factors. And then over the course of the week, we'll cover the mental factors of connecting and sustaining, otherwise known as vitaka and vichara, joy and happiness, Piti and Sukha in Pali, unity and unification, which is Ekaga or Ekagata in Pali. And so that will take us through Thursday. And then Friday to wrap up, I'll talk about how these factors, when in balance, contribute to a refinement of meditative practice, stability, and wisdom. So that's the overview. Hope you stay for it. And today, mindfulness and practice intelligence. And these, this sort of broad base of overall mindful awareness of the entire process of what's happening within us as best we can see lends itself to developing a kind of understanding of practice intelligence that is a super helpful context when wanting to deepen meditation. That's already a sign of a certain kind of depth and breadth. And the five jhanic factors exist within this ecology of our minds, just like everything else that exists in there, distraction or love or joy or whatever, right? Like many other mental factors or qualities of our hearts and minds, they can be beneficial to our lives in some ways. And if misdirected, they can be unbeneficial. So that's why it's so important to cultivate mindful awareness, awareness as a foundation. There's a simile that I'm going to use. This is a modern simile, but let's say you're a bicycle rider, okay? 
the handlebars are the intelligence. The bicycle rider themselves is mindfulness. And equanimity, steadiness, balance is the balance of the bicycle as it moves along. And then the bike path or the road is the Noble Eightfold Path. So it gives you an idea that the mindfulness and the intelligence, practice intelligence are kind of in charge of where we go on the path, right? So as many of you know from having been here, some of you for quite some time, mindful awareness, sati, mindfulness, is the capacity to know what's going on while it's happening within and around us. Right. And this is especially true when starting to deepen our practice of being aware of the qualities or attitude of our own heart and mind. One of my Burmese teachers talks about the way that mindful awareness gathers data, gathers information, like a scientist or a researcher might. And this gathering process is helped by being able to settle back, soften, open, be aware, without an agenda in the moment. Aspiration is great. Aspiration for freedom or healing or more love, whatever it is. And lack of agenda helps us to see it all. See all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, all of it. It's also really helpful to engage intelligence, practice intelligence. And by that, I mean, it's okay to bring your whole mind to bear on meditation. Get curious, get interested in the information that mindfulness is gathering in the moment. Start to connect the dots. Practice intelligence begins to connect the dots. And this emerges. It's not a discursive kind of analysis, but an emergent kind of understanding that naturally develops in each of us over time, regardless of age or IQ or of grade level, whatever, formal education. This is a different kind of intelligence. It's our natural birthright. This kind of intelligence or wisdom begins to see cause and effect, discern what's beneficial or unbeneficial, right? And that's especially in terms of these factors of mind. Sometimes the, um, these words translate kusala and akusala, which is skillful or unskillful, wholesome or unwholesome. And that's a very simple, incisive discernment. And is this good right now, or is it not helpful right now? There's a simile in the ancient teachings. I believe this is from the numerical discourses that the Buddha talks about mindfulness as a gatekeeper. And he uses the gatekeeper as a simile quite often. This particular one is a gatekeeper who is in front of a walled city, as they were in those days, city-state. And he or she lets in, has the discernment to really let in and direct people who are good for 
contributing to the city or have messengers for the leader and directing them to the right place to go, the center of the city. And then for others, he directs them to what they need. And for the people who aren't so helpful for the city, criminals, for example, you might not let them in at all. So this is a factor of intelligent mindfulness. It's accepting whatever is arising, if it's already in the city, the city being our body. It's accepting that it's there while discerning whether or not it's helpful to continue to feed it or to let it go and usher it away. We begin to see with mindfulness and practice intelligence when conditions are in place for meditation to take a certain direction, including developing meditative stability and unification. So mindfulness and practice reveal, practice intelligence reveal whether or how any particular mental factor is useful or not in the sort of purpose, for the purpose of cultivating meditation or for cultivating other activities. And I'll get into that more as the week goes along. So, again, Vitaka and Vichara, connecting and sustaining. Piti and Sukha, joy, contentment, happiness. And Akaga or Akagata, one-pointed focus, immersion, absorption. And the intelligence at play and the mindfulness at play help to steer this whole process. Is this the time to unify and gather? Is this particular factor of joy, for example, helpful or distracting right now? Or is something else called for? Sometimes a broader knowledge a broader understanding of what is operating in our hearts and minds is actually more helpful and integrating, stabilizing prior to cultivating more of these factors. There's an example from my own life. I I was an artist for many years, practicing artist. And I attended this group of figure drawing people for years. It was a lot of fun but we got to see each other work as well as, as drawing and inevitably it would happen, especially for those of us who are newer, that someone would be focused in on this detailed, gorgeous rendering of say a hand or an ear or a face. However, they were still focused on the details that they didn't step back to notice that the hand was five times too big or the head was half the size it should be in proportion to the rest of the drawing. It's kind of like this. The mindful awareness, the practice intelligence, help us understand when it's helpful to dive into the details and absorb and be focused, and when maybe it's helpful to step back and take a look at the bigger picture. We never have complete knowledge but a sense of how the proportions of what's happening in our minds and hearts and lives are working can be really helpful before absorbing into details. 
So mindfulness and practice intelligence are the foundation for the cultivation of these five jhanic factors, five factors of wise stability and unity, unification. They operate in our minds and hearts and deep practice, and they provide a resource and sometimes a frame for understanding our relational lives. Tomorrow, I'll shift to the five factors proper with the first two, connecting and sustaining. Meanwhile, perhaps just notice the range of mindful awareness in your heart, mind, life. And if it makes sense, maybe talk about what kind of intelligence emerges for you with a Dharma friend between now and then. So it's a delight to be with you, Sangha. We look forward to being with you tomorrow. Thank you.